Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At the Movies with William Fletcher. As usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and I am joined by Mr. Harry Dobson. I'm dying. Again. He's very sick, so he might not talk as much this week, which is a oh, good I thought you were doing a thank God, one of these thank films. God. Harry is just sick. And uh, also Barney Metcalf, who joined us for last week's episode as well. A lovely bottle of fucking rain to drink. <laughs> mm. We Vicious. are going to be concluding our Edgar Wright retrospective this week uh, with a uh, discussion on The World's End, Baby Driver, The Sparks Brothers documentary he made, and Last Man So, as well as a couple other quick stops at a few other projects uh, that he uh, was involved in. And as I was saying before we started recording that, this is going to be... A bit more. We're going to disagree with each other a lot more. I was going to say we, we were all we all had a really lovely unity last week, but this week, yeah, I think. And now it's going to be. I think the team's going to break up. Starting off with the world's end. Uh, the considered by most to be the weakest of the the Cornetto trilogy, which I am in that camp. Um, and I, so I rewatched it. I haven't seen it in a few years, and uh, I definitely thought less of it on this rewatch. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> that is a shame because uh, I don't think it's the weakest. Oh fucking hell! I don't think Ooh, there is a weakest. Well, I mean, there kind of has to be. No, I think I'm just Ooh. gonna come out of the bad swinging because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pander. I'm too sick to care. This is as good or better than Shaun of the Dead. Simon Pegg's performance. Simon Pegg's performance in this film is better than any of Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead. I don't think the film is better than Hot Fuzz. I think it's about on par with Shaun of the Dead. But I think his performance in this film is better than in the others. You're drinking fucking rain. Oh, that's so dead. Hey, can I have a tap water? All right, and then, uh, okay, well, this is going to be interesting, because I thought, Harry, you'd be on my side. Barney, I know this is your favourite. Uh, yes. I, I and... mean, yeah, let's punch my cards through the table and make a, a big statement. Yeah, this is my, my favourite of the trilogy. I say that as somebody who absolutely loves all three of these films. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I very much disagree. It, it, it feels... I do like the film, don't get me wrong. I think it's a good film. It's just, in terms of its writing and how it's put together as a film, it's much weaker than the other two. Um, I, I, think, I think it's just, it's just different. Yeah, it's a different uh, It feels like a very different film to the, the other two. Um... I think it's trying to do a bit more than the others ever were. But I don't think it... Sure. But I don't think it's it succeeds at doing that. I feel like it wants to go for these sort of big moments and for, sort of, for, and sort of uh, have these sort of themes, but I don't think it quite brings them all together and is able to efficiently and effectively convey them i think i, I think that, a... that there are some bits that don't quite you know hold on that you know as strong as they could but i think the vast majority of it works really well yeah and the final the final okay, like we'll, we'll get to that. 
the final message of the narrative as well is something that I think is more like take Shaun of the Dead for example. What would you say is the overall meaning? Like what what would you say is the growth part of the film? I'd say that Shaun. Of the, I mean, I, I I view these three films as kind of like a maturing of story. Shaun yeah. of the Dead is kind of cracking on and starting you know doing something with your life hot fuzz is you know getting used to that and finding comfort in that and then the world's end is kind of reflecting on all that has come before yeah see that's that's a really good but in the world's end he just doesn't grow up at any point it feels the whole film in the world's end feels like it's supposed to be a coming of age but the the film ends with him going around with younger versions of his mates still being that boyhood leader like there's no he's someone who peaked in high school was still a fucking loser back then and never really progresses just and i think that's hilarious i mean i i guess yeah let's let's talk about gary king because i think he's the, kind of the, the king he, he, he is the goat um i don't think i've said on this podcast before but i think gary king is well, he's my favorite fictional character ever penned I think there is an, an immense amount of love in there. I mean, I think even William can agree that Gary King is, you know, good shit. I mean, I, I'd say he's the best character of this trilogy, and I think absolutely, yeah. No, I think he's, he's the most of Sean, Nicholas, and Gary. Yeah, no, he's by far the most kind of fleshed out, you know, I guess nuanced character. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Sean's sort of a very bland character. I guess Nicholas. Right, same for Nicholas Angel. They're both kind of meant to be both very bland. Sean, Sean is a void, and Nicholas is just kind of a you know pewter. It's also really lovely to see Nick Frost not be literally the fucking human baby for once, like I love being able to see Nick Frost's character not not be the zombie, not be the, the child. Yeah, that, I, I, I really like that they, they kind of swap roles, yeah. Sort of character archetypes that they do. At this time, Simon Pegg is the idiot loser, whereas Nick Frost is the, I guess, the, the one trying to is the one drinking move, move fucking and, rain. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm obsessed with that line. It's so good, though. Like, I think it might be the best line of the trilogy. That or did you tell him? That or did you? Did you tell him to cool off? No. Shame. Oh, tell me a better line in the film. Oh, oh, Oh. that of you never taken a shortcut before. But I don't know if that's that's the line. Every Simon Skinner line. I didn't get that. Every there's so many better lines than. Oh Jesus Christ, Harry! I don't know. I feel like this this film never got the sort of iconism. I, is that a word? The icon- icon- yeah, like it, it never became what Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead was. It always just was, oh, that's the third one. No. Like, that being said... No, a lot of people say, oh, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and, and the world's end. And a lot of, like, the biggest argument I hear from people as well is like, oh, it's just aliens, really? And I'm like, in what fucking world is that different to zombies or granny yeah. cults called the NWA? Is that any more ludicrous than, like, a group of like septuagenarians in the neighborhood watch killing people for stupid reasons. 
I we we I've had we my case with it. I'd love to hear William crack on. <laughs> tell me why it's trash. Uh, and no, t- tell us why we're wrong. And then we're <laughs> um, <laughs> I think first of all, performance-wise, outside of Simon Pegg, all these actors are far more capable of better performances. None of them are bad. It's just I genuinely think they are capable of a lot. I think Nick Frost is very good, but yeah, I'll agree that I don't think anyone else is really, you know, knocking anything out. I mean, we've got Paddy Considine, like, he's just not... I mean, you know, Martin Freeman, I've always found... I like Martin Freeman, but he's very bland. I don't know what the fuck is Eddie Marzen? Like, why is he a thing? This, this like, is, this is the is question he... that we've been asking for years, what is Eddie Marzen? But I think he makes sense in this film. This is the sort of film that I expect him to be in. Oh, but he's kind of shit, though. But then like... he, I, I, I rewatched Mission Impossible 3 the other day, and I forgot he was in it. And there's like a bit at the start of that film where it's like, like, oh, look at the end of the film, then we'll go back to the start, and yeah. Eddie Marzen's there. I was like, what? The, 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 the thing about Eddie Marzen is he's become like... You know, not like he's not like a, a major star or anything, but he's like you know he's he's in things, you know, and he, and he does he's, well. And he's, he's in a hell of a lot of kind of big films. Yeah, and he's like, and he's like, uh, what's his fucking name? What's his name? Gotta, I gotta look because I don't want to say the wrong name, and I and I say the wrong. No, Andrew Scott, the fucking uh, hot priest from Fleabag. Like he's become a big like people love and. Drew Scott, and I just don't get it because I think he's shit, and I think Eddie Marzen oh, is God. also kind of shit, and I don't I know how Eddie he's shit. I think he's just got <laughs> enough range to be playing the roles that he, he's in. I just don't know how he's become like a, a thing, and I and I don't know how Andrew Scott became a thing because I also don't think he's worth that much as an actor. I'm honestly surprised that the cast member we're talking about the most is Eddie Marzen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't how, get him. How, I don't know how, how he's how become. Don't either. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, again, Rosamund Pike. Again, I've seen much, much better work. Like she's capable of a lot more. I mean, it's not really a role that asks very much, and I, I, I think part of maybe why the performances aren't quite doing a few is, but because you know, I guess the characters maybe don't have as much to do, but. You know, I've I've got reasons why as to why I think that. I mean, I've seen a lot of complaints for, about Edgar Wright's films and the way he writes female characters, um, and the okay. and I I think Harry and I have talked about sort of similar stuff with Nolan. Yeah. Whereas I I don't think Death with something Potter. like Nolan though his films are more they're not really character pieces like whereas i feel like edgar no. is more weirdly off up and doing but yeah but i think whereas i think edgar Wright is doing more character-based work um yeah i've heard so a lot I, of like, people I mean, I mean you hear a lot of people argue that edgar Wright is style over substance which... Uh, I think he's a beautiful combination of style and substance. I I I, I, I agree that I, I he think, is. I think this film's got mad I, I style think, and I got think that he is a, the, one of the better combinations of style and substance. But if you take something like, you can see where one sort of flips into the other. We'll get into when we get into last night in Soho, but 
um yeah like i i understand where it, it and again when you talk about female characters i think baby driver is sort of the film to talk about that in we will get into baby <laughs> like we can get into i feel like baby driver is sort of the film to talk about more with female characters although yeah yeah i, I feel like that's much yeah. i feel like we'll have some thoughts about that yeah i just think the world's end i think the 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 the, the problem is as a writing because i think Shaun of the dead and hot fuzz are such tightly written films with like so much love and care put into them whereas the world's end sort of feels like they're just like oh fuck we're gonna do that third one so we could complete the trilogy uh Oh, here's, here's the here's the fence gag again. Is the is the the oh god, I forgot the cornetto. Let's just have like rapid. You know, it, it it feels lazy. Isn't the word I want to use. It just does. It yeah. It it just feels a bit rushed and like they didn't take the same amount of time See, to lovingly make the film and write it and put it together as a complete whole. That's crazy. In a way that I think Hot Fuzz and Jordan. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I understand it. I understand where you're coming from. Like, certain perspectives, yeah, the whole Kinetto thing. Um, But I feel like, if anything, that signifies a bit more of the end of the... I don't feel like this wasn't as meticulously planned out as the other two. I feel like this was. Um, I just feel like people just didn't receive it as well because it was vastly different to the first two. Even though the first two are different films, the characters are similar. I I feel like it ha- evokes a different feeling when watching the film, but I don't I don't feel like it in any way when I watch the film anyway. It doesn't feel rushed or anything. I mean, the whole the numbered bars, the king's head. Like I don't know. I really enjoy. I I'm not saying that. I mean, I don't. I mean, that might be true for some people that they didn't like it because it was sort of a bit more different to the others. I I just I honestly think they. Again, this is not i'm not saying this was what happened but it does really feel of like yeah we've just sort of like we've sort of we've got to make this third one and you know we're gonna do it and we're gonna put in all the things that people like you know it's like gonna you know you know tell you the whole plot of the film straight up front all the bars names you know all the all have got meanings and everything but it just doesn't it, there's just the 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 care that was put into the first two feels like I I disagree. I disagree. I mean, I'm going to say that a lot on this film, but I think there's a hell of a lot of you know love and care put into this one, and and I think that is because it is you know a much more you know I guess personal story. A lot of it is you know, a lot of Gary King's kind of behavioural tendencies are heavily based on Simon Pegg's alcoholism um, life. I, I I think it's inherently a much more yeah, it's lovingly made film than the others in a weird way. <laughs> the disdain in your voice. <laughs> well, uh, the only thing I have to say to you, William, is ratio, dude. It just felt like... Well, first of all, I don't... Because it's still a comedy, but it does feel like it's a bit lacking in that sort I don't, of I think, I think it's a very funny film. I mean, fucking rain. <laughs> um, I mean, fucking rain. That like, whole... That whole thing to do with pronouns. I don't even know what a pronoun is. You just use one. Did I? Yeah, it is a pronoun. What is? It is. Is it? Christ. <laughs> That's a brilliant comedy exchange. Yeah. 
But also, you know, just little things like Nick Frost's drunken laugh and smashing his hand through a window. Yeah. I think it's it has a bit it's, more of it's a... It's not as overtly comedic as Sean Hot Fuzz, but it's there. It's yeah, there. it's no falling through a fence or leaving frame in a funny way, but it's... I don't know, there is a bit of that. Oh, Peg dives through a window. Yeah. I, I think to say that this is the worst of the trilogy would be doing it a massive injustice. I, I think this film deserves to be as fondly loved as the other two. I think a lot of people go into the trilogy with rose-coloured glasses because The World's End was never... as It never reached the heights that Sean and Hot Fuzz did. That when they watch it, they're like... It, it had an expectation that the other two didn't because it was like, oh, it's the third film in this unofficial trilogy. Yeah. I give it like a nine. Yeah, obviously, Sean. I think... I also feel like the sort of character, sort of like the whole Nick Frost like, sort of relapsing into alcoholism. I feel like that's not really. I feel like there's a lot of stuff here that I could really like, but I just think as a writing, like it just like yeah, Nick Frost's character sort of relapsing and drinking again. Uh, that just doesn't feel quite earned enough for that. I, I don't know, mate. If I'd fought five teenage robots full of blue stuff in the bathroom with my mates from 20 years ago, I think I'd probably get on the drink as well. Yeah, I might have a cold one or two. Mm. Well, that sounds... I mean, just like knock back five shots. Cause I, don't I mean, hey, we, we just have different ways of coping, right? Yeah, I think, like... I'll just, uh, I'll just repress. I think... I'll I think severely just repress. You definitely should, no. Um... <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I'm sorry, William. Um, <laughs> I, I don't Welcome know. To, yeah. Welcome to be a therapists man. With repress your emotions. Be a man. Just repress. Just just don't acknowledge your emotions. If you're a man, you can't do that. Just just don't ever talk about them. It's not ridiculous. Ever. It's not ridiculous to say that. Uh, <laughs> it is. It, this film's a nine. I. It, it's, <sighs> it's hard to put into words because my brain isn't functioning properly. It rarely does it, but I think right now, specifically, this film, yeah, it's a nine. Or whatever I gave Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, it's a nine. You, you it gave 9. it like a 9.5. Alright, well, this is 9.5. Actually, to appease William, 9.49. I just... <laughs> fucking Christ. Um, this, no, I just think this film, it just. And there's just the whole, like. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't find. I also don't really find the sort of banter and the sort of dynamics between the gang to really work. Like, I know the whole thing, like, I haven't seen each other in years, but there still isn't any chemistry anyway. And I. And I feel like there kind of should be like a little bit of something, and it just doesn't quite like when they. I, I, I think there are like in bits where they're talking about um, Osmond Pike's character in the second pub. I think there's plenty of banter and you know connection there. Mm. I, I think that bit, you know, in in those early pubs, I think we do get a couple of nice moments of like, oh yeah, haven't seen each other in a while. And they, they they are kind of going back to you know what it used to be when they were younger. I think there's plenty of nice stuff in, in there. 
I agree. Um, I also, I, I like. I don't hate the film. I just think, considering what that what they could have done with it, I think they there's like. I expected a bit more from it. Just, just from curiosity, what what sort of thing would you change to make it work for you more? I feel. Yeah, what would you like, do? I with? I feel like it, it doesn't. I think I do feel like the film is a bit like they, you know, they do the fence gag and they do the cornetto thing. But they just feel very tacked on elements to me. It's like, I, I, so if this wasn't connected to, uh, the I mean, yes, but, you know, let's face it; these films aren't made on. You know, people don't come to these films to watch. You know, someone have a cornetto or jump over a fence. Well, no, I'm not saying they do. I just think it feels like, and I think if you are following up Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz with this film, I feel like there doesn't it just needed to be to do. To just be better, to be honest, I, I think. But how 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 could it be better? I, well, for, I think having those sort of you have those sort of five main characters plus Rosamund Pike, and and none of them really feel like only Gary King is the only developed character. You don't really get a sense. I, I, I think like, Andy's very developed. Well, yeah, that's he's he's more developed than the others. So if it was just Simon Pegg and Nick well, Frost and maybe it, one other... I, I wanted to get into this. I, I think it works that the others are are all a bit similar because that kind of plays into this film, and, you know, the, the theme of assimilation and coming part of, you know, a, a bigger thing and kind of losing a bit of humanity in doing so. You know, it's very similar things. Also, just would love to mention, in the end of the film... This might have one of the funniest endings of the three films. Mm. Where, where, oh, like argue, Gary, yeah, where it's like, he's just no fucking Gary talking is. with you. Like, <laughs> the, the, like, yeah, where he's arguing with, like, the, what, what is it? Is it the alien over, like, it's been like, oh, right. The, um, the, yeah. the network. Yeah, the network. Bill Knight. Fucking lamp. Yeah. God, that, that, mm. that's my favorite exchange of dialogue, I think, in the, Mm. I, 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 I long to tell somebody to get back in their rocket and fuck off back to Legoland, you cunt. <laughs> it felt that. <laughs> All right, yep. That moment felt very like. I, I didn't need the like bit at the opening where it's the. Cl- I, I, whichever movie that is. Where it's like oh, the. the, the I mean, it's... We're going to be free. Yeah, I I didn't need that. That just felt too on the nose. That just was like, okay. I I mean, yeah, no, I'll say I feel like that's a bit, but I guess guess you you can read it as Gary King having been like, oh, I've heard this clip in the in the Primal Scream song, and therefore I'm I'm going to quote it. I do agree that bit does feel a bit, you know, like it's a bit jarring, but I, I don't mind it. And I just find that's I mean, while while we're on on that final confrontation, actually, I really like that the film like it's going really big up until that point where Gary King just kind of snaps and starts running from pub to pub, chugging pints and carrying on, and then it goes you know really small again, and it's basically just a conversation. <laughs> I think that's a mm-hmm. I, I really like that. Pace really well. 
Because I, I remember when I first watched it, I, 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 you know, I was expecting some big, you know, final fight or something, and then it's just a basically an argument. <laughs> um, and I, I think it's a, a great scene. You may think uh, Harry is a bit of a cock, and he's a bit of a cock, but he's my cock. Yeah. <laughs> I I do find also that the film very much, the sort of action sequences, I do like the one where they're all, like, there's the 10 of them in the... Um, well, that first one in, like, in, the, in the toilet. The fir- in the toilet, yeah. Like, I think that's great. great. great and then after that, it's just sort of like, oh, okay, it's a sort of a bit diminishing returns. It's just sort of like, okay. No, I, I think know, each of those subsequent fights are doing something different, you know? Get the twins with like the legs on her arms and stuff. Um, yeah, it's definitely a visually interesting thing to do. And then, you know, the next, I guess, fight they have is, you know, just an all out brawl. Um, yeah. yeah, but you can only watch sort of mindless action for so long before you're just like, oh, it doesn't, it doesn't last that long. Yeah, I I was kind of like, okay, I get the point. Can we just move on? I I, I you, felt you, this you film didn't like the choreography at all. Really well choreographed. It's it's fine. It's it's like Kingsman, you know, where it's like I can appreciate. Yeah, yeah, but there's a, a better director level. behind it. It's, I mean, yes. it, it it was the person that did the fight choreography stuff for Kingsman uh, for Kingsman in this film, I, I believe. I think it was the same guy. Um, but Edgar Wright yeah. is better at making those kind of long take action sequences than Matthew Vaughn is. Mm. But, but it was, uh, yeah, I just think it's kind of, it's like, it's, it's too much. Like, I think, whereas like Hot Fuzz, I think is a very well choreographed sort of film in its action sequences where I feel like this, whereas I feel like the world's end is a bit more like, just, I don't know, the way the camera moves and the way it sort of goes through the scenes, it's just like, it's, it doesn't look quite real enough. It, it looks like it's an. There are maybe one or two least... moments where I can be like, oh, okay, cut there. But um, even the other bits where I'm like, okay, there's probably a cut there. I think it bl- you know, blends really smoothly. I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about the ending uh, with Gary in the bar at the end because it's like he's just doing the whole thing again. And I, I mean, I believe that's the intended point that he's that he hasn't really sort of grown and changed as a character but um, it feels like no, I, I think it feels like you know he, he's got a healthier connection with the past now because i mean i guess there's not really anything you know else to do in the post-apocalypse so he's he's doing what he loves but and he's you know not having to drink all the time he's in a in a better place definitely i think he's got a healthier relationship with nostalgia I just don't think the. I, 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 I do. I do. I, I sort of get what you're getting at, and that it's a bit kind of muddled, and it sort of comes down as. It like, feels like he's he's sort of falling back into old ways, and it's almost like he hasn't really grown that much beyond the fact that he's drinking water instead. But he's still trying to sort of relive his past glories, and I don't think. Maybe I'm misinterpreting it, but it feels like it's trying to, uh, the film is, from my perspective, portraying that as a good thing, and I, and I don't, and I, I don't, and that sort of feels like that goes sort of against what the whole film up until that point had been saying. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I don't feel like he regret he, he really progresses much as a character, I feel, and also you mentioned he was drinking water, he was drinking fucking rain, um, 
but but uh, yeah i don't feel like he progresses much like i still really enjoy the movie but i enjoy it for the fact that i don't think he he doesn't resolve his character at all like yeah he drinks rain water so i'm just gonna call it rain yeah it, it the world sort of shapes around. he doesn't have to change who he is because the world changes around him to accommodate the fact that he still wants to hang around with his earlier in the film you know i think nick frost says you know the town hasn't changed we have changed and it's like oh no the town has changed yeah uh, and that gary king is just this perpetually you know un- unchanging persona <laughs> Also, we we haven't really touched on the fact that it's implied that Gary tried to kill himself. Like that's a very, very dark, yeah, big, and very big, raw big. moment. Yeah, this film. Does I, 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 I think I think suicide is often very poorly handled in, in fiction. Yeah, it feels um, a bit. You've seen Thirteen Reasons Why, haven't you? <laughs> I mean, it's one of the most insulting things I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've never seen it, but isn't I, it? Just I, I, I've only seen the first season and a few from season two, but you know, I want to watch. What's it like a girl? What is? I I know it's about like teenage suicide or something like that. Yeah, so a girl kills herself and she sends tapes around to like thirteen people that were like, "You're the reason I killed myself." Oh, that just feels very gross. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's just wrong. it's just the you know the. First season's just like thirteen episodes of, oh, that'll show them if I kill myself. Oh, uh, I don't that know why I'm going northern, feel, but that feels very exploitative and, yeah. and very like. Oh yeah, no, it, it is. It's not well done. And I, yeah, I think yeah. But here, I think I think Ray, that's, yeah, I think, think portraying well, suicide is a very difficult line. Yeah, to because it's like it can because, so I think often the cases go over the line and just yeah, I think so, so often when it comes to suicide and things they'll just be like ah oh, shit we don't really know what know what else to do with this character oh well I guess they kill themselves which is yeah. you know, a bit of you know oh okay we're just using suicide as a, a writing tool now are we okay yeah <laughs> fine uh, yeah but I think the world's end does it a. a about as good a job as I think you could do with that kind of yeah because it doesn't in any way you know watch watching the film knowing that Gary King tried to kill himself it shines a different light on everything and it I think it, there's a, a tragedy to the whole thing that I mean, you, you know the, the th- it's not just the theory I think Edgar Wright has said that you know Gary King's plan was to you know try and kill himself again at the end of completing the golden yeah. mile yeah, I mean that's why he was drinking the twelve pints, right? To just to yeah, he wants to, he wants to go out in a blaze of glory, and uh, I, that's why I, I love Gary King so much because he, he is just this beautifully tragic figure. Um, and the, relatable. The... <laughs> William, reach out, uh, listeners. The uh, hotlines will be uh, in the description no i was saying you find him relatable that's why oh yeah no that kind of um not being sure if you know like maybe yeah thinking have i you know have i peaked at this point in my life i don't know um and just kind of being unsure of what to do with yourself you know you know i guess gary king that kind of manifests as you know he decides he's got nothing to really go with and he tries to kill himself and i think that's a very 
I mean, this is where it gets you know slightly less relatable for me, but I think that's a you know a very real um, reason for someone to try and take their own life. Mm. Um, I think this film I... handles that sort of thing really well. I think it's a it's a very well documented um, portrayal of these sorts of things. I mean, I, one of the little things I think you know. Just, is like you think, oh, funny Gary King, and then rewatching it, you're like, oh, that's actually really tragic. When he's, it's the third pub, the one he's barred from. He sees like three partially drank pints outside, and he necks those, and then onto the next pub, and that, you know, that's a fucking, <laughs> that's fucking sad, dude. Mm. Yeah, it, it re, yeah, the whole film is recontextualized. Mm. Like, there's the bit where they're all showing their scars. Yeah, oh, I, I really like that scene. Um, I, I I love a good bit of paranoia. It, you know, that kind of... I think we mentioned last week, it's sort of invasion of the body snatcher stuff. Um, and yeah, we get the... That they is all, true. Yeah. They all show each other their scars um, to prove that they are a human being, and Gary King does not want to show yeah. his arm. Yeah, to touch on the sort of body snatcher stuff... That's the kind of that's the kind of story that I really connect with and really get a lot mm, out of. It's one of my favorite little subgenres of horror. Uh, I it didn't it didn't feel quite as effective in this film for me personally. Um, oh yeah, it's it's not the 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 greatest portrayal of this story type I can think of, but I think it does it solidly well. Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like I've made my given my piece on this. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Film. Um, just one more thing. Uh, Pierce Brosnan in it is in it. <clears throat> your, your, your. Is he? Is he your favorite? Actually, I, I don't think I've. I know this. Is he? Is Pierce Brosnan your favorite Bond? Or uh, are you? I don't know. Um. Well, because I'm a Daniel Craig man. Because, okay. oh, you know, well, I can't like Sean Connery anymore. <clears throat> Uh, but you can like some of them, you know. I can like, yeah, not the not All the bits it. where he turns a, a gay woman straight. I can't like that. Don't like That's that. That's our hero, boys and girls. And yeah, um, no, but I like Pierce Brosnan. I mean, Pierce Brosnan again is a very like yeah, he's fine. He's he's never. I feel really like he does kind of outstanding. He just sort of does the same thing. I feel like like Pierce Brosnan is just kind of certainly nowadays he's just kind of. I was around being sort of Pierce Brosnan. Maybe you should I be swimming? <laughs> swimming. I don't, I don't know what the line is. That's a re- <laughs> oh, that's a line from another podcast. <laughs> yeah, what's that? I don't even know was... what film that's from. I just there's a bit where he just yelled. Yeah, no, yeah, <clears> maybe <throat> you shouldn't be living here in um Taffin. Yeah. Oh, uh, I I give the world's kind of... end an eight, and that's a bump down from a nine. Oh dear. I'm trying to do Pierce Brosnan, but I I don't know how you do it. Is that a is that what he's... <laughs> Kind of sounds like he's far away. I'm, I'm slowly drifting into Paul McCartney, but um, I mean I I'm, I hate to hear that, Will. Yeah, that breaks my heart. Yeah, you go from Pierce into I'm... Paul into Kermit. Um, I mean, man, I'm really freaking sad to hear that you bombed the movie down. No, I think that's a great shame. Oh, Miss Piggy. Oh, Ginger, no. Um, but you know, William, you're, you're going to be very upset with me. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm bracing for your, your. If I, if I recall correctly, this is, is, 
your is it your second favorite film or is See, that this is my second favorite film of you fucking heathen I'm, I'm gonna pile on top here and it's really <laughs> off 10 out of 10 no regrets you that's valid valid you, you oh no what is Bro, no. oh no so <laughs> baby driver is the next oh, film oh, on oh, baby driver um this is an interesting one because I feel like a lot of people love this film. I do. You don't? Question I mark. don't. I do, but it's like the fifth best Edgar Wright film. <laughs> like Somewhat. Oh I yeah, no, the, it is fifth I, best. Yeah. Of, of his proper of people, narrative films, yeah, it's his weakest one. I feel like a lot of people love Baby Driver, but then don't love his other films, and I find that very... Yeah, I think that's bizarre. Yeah, a lot of people, this was because the this is Yeah, no, like, this you... is when he starts being yeah. a, a proper name. He, be- he, he he became a big Hollywood director. You know, he was, like, doing... He was working within the Hollywood, sort of... Because before that, I feel like he was a bit more, like... The Coordinator Trilogy was much... Well, the first 20 were, like, British productions. Yeah, and then, like, Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim was a Canadian a film. Canadian film. The World's End was sort of still in that early stuff, but Baby Driver was like this was like like it was like it was Oscar nominated. He's made enough, you know, well-made quality films that he was able to really go mental with some money. Yeah, and I definitely. Well, first of all, I don't think we're ever getting that sequel. I don't want a Baby Driver two. Why don't again? Kevin Spacey got cancelled. Maybe make the Baby Driver joke again. Toddler driver. Um, uh, yeah, so I mean, Kev- I mean, to be fair, Kevin Spacey is killed off, so he wouldn't need to be brought back anyway. But Ansel Elgort also got cancelled. So, do you really want to make a film with Ansel Elgort yeah. anymore? Yeah. Do you? I, I think Cause... just he, he, should, he should just double down and have Kevin Spacey show up like a Force Ghost. Yeah, um, I like Elgort. Baby Driver. Um, yeah, Ansel Elgort. Uh, but... <laughs> controversial um i don't think he's that great to be honest i i remember when i saw film. west side story i was like oh he's the worst part of west side story it's like because i thought rachel Zegler was very good and then i was like ansel elcott you're not that good mate um yeah he's fine uh yeah lily james is sort of the the female lead, and I think this is a bit more of a justified what they're getting at when they're saying but she's female characters are a bit vacant. Because she kind of is. She's just She's kind not... of like, oh, I'm like a, a this is southern girl. Oh, let's get in the car oh. and drive away from some police. And oh my god, I listen to I turned into music. Cleveland Brown. And it's my answer. Yeah. Uh, then we've got uh we've got Kevin Spacey again. <laughs> Everyone's Spacey favorite Kevin. Kevin Spacey. Uh, look, I don't fucking flee. Uh, well, is Kevin in this Spacey, movie, by the way, <laughs> plays no notes. Look, look, Kevin Spacey. Right, he's he's a great actor. Like I can't pretend he's not. Uh, he's and but again, I just don't. I don't think he's doing much in this. Yeah, young men clearly. Um. <clears throat> Do you like to do? Kevin? I mean, although, although he was, they did not find him guilty, which too fair doesn't mean he didn't do it. But I was, was going to say OJ was found not guilty. O, o, OJ, oh, I mean OJ obviously did that shit. 
Yeah, there was also John Ham. Jonathan Ham. Yeah, again, bit, bit, bit problematic. Just, just a little bit. Oh yeah, no, uh, he's got some stuff, doesn't he? He's got, he's got some, he's got, he's got some skeletons in his closet. This, this cast is, yep. you know, this is a very problematic cast. It's Jamie like Fox. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got Jamie Fox also a bit problematic. Like all these actors are so problematic. It's unbelievable. Jamie Fox did. There was I'm, some anti-Semitic stuff that he allegedly said oh, recently. Oh, Jamie. Then John Bernthal, I think he's fine, maybe. He does have like a pro-police podcast or like pro-military podcast, which is not, I mean, it's been... Is he in the military? No, I just think he's... He just seems like somebody who would have been. He just has a podcast, I believe, that is like... He gets like military, like soldiers and that on his podcast, and you know, uh, unironically kind of sings. Bit of Joe America. Rogan about it. Uh, yeah, but less conspiratorial. There's also Isa Gonzalez, who's the other, the other woman, the other, the other robber people. Uh, and then I mean that's kind of it. There's not. Flea. There's also the Eddie Nonos <laughs> Flea. I don't know who the fuck is Flea. Don't, how he dare is. you? Yeah, My favorite. The, one of the greatest bassists of all time in my favorite band of all time, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He is the bassist. His name's Flea. Okay, you best get to know him because he's the greatest bassist ever. Besides, like, Les oh, he's in Back to the I mean, Future. He, he, he calls himself Flea. He's in, yeah. He's in, that's why he's in Back to the Future. He's in yeah, two of them. He's also yeah. in a, a Inside Out, which was always weird really? to me. Who the, who's in Inside Out? I have Play, no he plays a mind. Fast. He plays one of the brain workers. Like a, the the guy who like vacuums up the ball. He he's not like an actor. Like he's in films, but he's not really like. He's not an actor. Yeah. He's he's primarily a bassist. Uh, well, okay. When when did you guys first see this film? I'm curious. Like the year uh, came out. Um, I think I would have seen this 2020, like just before COVID. Yeah, like, I I believe I I, I I remembered seeing trailers and stuff for this film, and I, I was I was thought, I was definitely aware of this film when it came out. I believe I thought, my oh, maybe I'll see that. Dad saw it. I but, thought maybe I'll see that in the cinema, but I didn't. This when I was and like, then, 2018. Yeah, and I think I saw, I, I, out, I, think but, I saw it. Yeah. 2018, 2019, I think. And I remember I didn't think that much of it. Bloody yeah, no, uh, sorry, yeah, 2018 I saw it, um, and I'd seen all of Edgar Wright's other films at that point. So going into that, I, I was slightly disappointed by it. I thought it was good. I didn't particularly love it. I think um, just from a... And it's only, it's only since I've seen it uh, again a few years ago that I, I came round to it a bit more. I think like you got to look at some of the long take shots, like... Fast and Furious have made ten movies, and not one shot is as good as any practical <laughs> shot in this film. Yeah. Some like well, the the those shots last like less bit, than this, ten basically seconds. this film is should, it should be you know this is what filmmakers that are doing car stunts should look yeah, at. Yeah, like, okay, like you we... don't get this kind of filmmaking anymore for like these kinds of action films. It's just like quick cuts, like you yeah. know, it's like it's like it's like ten cuts a second. You know, like it's just it's. You know, that kind of thing of, like, you cannot figure out what the fuck is going on. Like, but with this, like, even beyond the car stuff, like, there's that great one take where Baby goes to, like, the coffee shop or wherever he goes. Like, oh, he yeah. Over, and the lyrics and, like, are the graffiti. Lyrics, the song are, like, happening or yeah. graffiti, yeah. Yeah. 
great, great. I mean, yeah, I, I appreciate it. I, I, think, I think this is a. But, but I guess to give my rating, I'd give it an eight point five. But I think it's an eight eight out of ten film with like an extra point because it's directed very well. I also think it does think bring this in a little bit of the... comedy in there, which isn't really prevalent throughout. The yeah, film, it's but... not over. It's less of an. It's not as yeah, obviously a comedy. He, as he's, he's straight everything away. Everything Edgar had done prior. Although I, I do the quote on a semi regular basis, not groovy JD, not groovy at all. <laughs> I think one of my, probably my favorite bit in the whole film was when they get the Mike Myers masks. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> bit. I like that bit felt obvious to me, but I do like it. I think also my my favorite out of context clip, just some lights turning on and Kevin Spacey saying bananas. Bananas. <laughs> There's also the, the 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 sound. We didn't really touch on the soundtrack in the world's end. Uh, it's another great soundtrack. Yeah, Quality bangers from the nineties. A, a uh, curated soundtrack for this film as well, because that's just what Edgar Wright does. He just curates soundtracks for all his yeah. films. Um, I mean, I, I think that this film, more than anything he's done before, I mean, I think in the script or at the start of the film, it says this film is driven by music. Yeah. Um, mm. Which you know, puns. Eh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, pretty much every scene is constructed around some sort of music. Yeah. I don't. Some of them work. I feel like. And some less. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like as sort of time has gone on with his films, I think like Shaun of the Dead is expertly crafted. Like the songs are all used so perfectly, and like, and as he's made more and more films, I'm not saying that they aren't made well. It's just it feels like he's more just sort of picking. I don't know. It doesn't feel as well. Like the songs with the scenes don't feel as well put together yeah it's just kind of oh here's a quality song i'll just put that in the scene and work around it and this it sort of vaguely connects to this scene you know i think i think Uh, i think think that's generous i don't know what the fuck tequila's got to do with them buying arms (laughs) i don't know i really enjoy when when you when you talk about music in this film a big theme is the fact that he's a sampler he likes to sample different music and the entire soundtrack of this film are songs from famous samples that are the actual, just the song. It's like, you'll hear a song and you're like, oh, so this is going to be still Dre and it's not. Like, because you hear the initial sample and you go, oh, okay. But but it's it's not that, um... It's also the fact that he samples <coughs> from his speech. A lot of the things he says, he hears from other people because he's a sampler. Oh so yeah, no. Like, he's like, like flicking through TV channels, and he like, yeah, sees a bit of Fight Club, he sees a bit of Monsters Inc. Yeah, you and I are a team. Yeah, Stop I throwing <laughs> Monsters Inc. at me. I don't know. I really, really like that. I this this is also the Edgar Wright film that sort of broke the Oscars just a little bit. It got three nominations for editing, sound editing, Same. and sound mixing. I mean, who? I mean, sound editing, sound mixing. Who cares? Because it's like, well, editing is creating the sounds, mixing is like putting them all together. It's, but it should just be one category because it, yes. it, which it is now, because nobody, nobody knows the difference. And uh, best editing, and it didn't win any of those because why would it? Um, too bad. I mean, it lost sound editing and mixing and editing. It lost them all to Dunkirk, which is just the not. This is like. Really, that's the film because it's a big war film. And that's oh, that's well, yeah, okay, okay. It's weird. I, I mean, I really like Baby Drunk, but I don't actually have that much to say on it. I think it's a very good film. Um, yeah, 
it basically yeah. a lot of what I get out of it is just you know direction and music stuff, which you know I think yeah. Edgar Wright does well. I think it's a well directed movie and like it's well put it's, together. It's far and... from his best script though. I'd say that. It's. I don't think it's. A, I don't it's really a, think of it as a more of a kind of film though. It's. It's a. It's a less interesting. Oh yeah. No, it feels yeah. like it's more of a directed film and a written film. Yeah, and no, I agree. It's more of a technical like, exercise that because you know yeah. The, yeah the script isn't anything you know the story isn't anything particularly you know no, new and groundbreaking. This, this is this is style. This is style. This is style. Yeah. Harry Styles. Yeah, and uh, you motherfucker. And uh, the the yeah, and and the like the love story just feels a bit like look. I was gonna say they like talk, they talked three times in a diner, and she's ready to go on the road. Look, I get that, like, yeah, both of them are far prettier than I am. Still, I don't buy that a relationship just forms over. So they they, they, they went on one date and he's been in the diner she works in twice or three times and the third time he shot a man. Um, yeah, yeah, but and that, he's that's ordering from the kids menu. That's the way to a woman's heart, young boys. You'll learn this, but <laughs> you take her on three dates. You take her to the finest whining and dining. Yeah, you take her <laughs> you to the fucking violence. laundry mat, and then you shoot someone right in front of her, and that's how shoot you get a wife. Face. Um, and she'll be waiting for you five years after prison. She'll be waiting for you. She's commit. Yeah, (laughs) she commits. No, what you do is you pull a Joaquin Phoenix and Joker and just shoot Robert De Niro on a talk show. That's what (laughs) what you should do. I just, I just thought because there's a bit where maybe he's ordering from a kids menu, and it just makes me think of that fucking moment in Afterlife where Ricky Gervais fucking is ordering from a kids menu and he wants fucking fish fingers. And it's just like you're such a fucking cunt, mate. See, like, my my mind went to what? What didn't Ansel Elgort get in trouble for? Like something with minors? Yeah, he was dating a minor. That's what. That's why he was ordering off the kids' menu. Although it's a bit iffy because, <laughs> but that situation's iffy because I think they were in New York and I think it's technically legal there. Maybe it's fucking wild. Like, oh, in that case, it's fine. Did you hear that? I mean, Kevin I, Spacey I, I was acquitted of all charges. That he was found proven innocent. I think that's what we, yeah we we should do more Kevin Spacey defending. Yeah, being great, being said man. though, being said, even if he was legally found innocent, which I think he was, the guy creeps me the fuck out. Like Kevin Spacey. Yeah, yes. I don't like the guy. I think yeah, I'm and I'm saying this as a big like it puts a whole different spin on American Beauty. Well, oh yeah, it's it a slightly different spin. If it was a young man. Do, like if it was if it wasn't Minus Fire, if it was like a young man, then it would definitely be like, okay, I can't enjoy this film anymore. Yeah, I mean, no. I, I, like I think American Beauty is a great film. It just is so awkward watching that again because it's like, oh, well, watching this is that, that goes full Austin Powers and like Kevin Spacey looks like <laughs> being sucked off by that weird kid. That's that is such a a broad comedy moment in like a serious best picture winning oscar drama like it's such a weird incredible scenes incredible scenes it's so weird and like i like i like american media i think it's a great film i I can see why some don't because it's definitely like i mean i i'm aged like ham out in the sun it's gone bad i mean i i'm able to separate art from the artist because i just kind of have to because i feel like you have to do that with like most pieces of media you just have to do that with specifically kanye west 
<laughs> yeah, there isn't much to say on Baby Driver. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy if we... um. um I give it an 8 out of 10. Yeah, um, that's solid. As I said before, it, 8 out of 10 film that's boosted by some direction and shit. Yeah, I think yeah. it's an 8. Um, yeah, and Edgar Wright, please don't make a sequel. Oh, I don't know if he, I don't know if he would just because of the controversies around it and around Ansel. I've got I read yeah. an article from a woman who was basically blaming Edgar Wright and saying like he knew about that stuff with Kevin Spacey and Ansel Elgort. It's like I dude, I can't believe there's like I feel like there's no way he would. Again, like you can just, make you, you can make a sequel. You just have to recast. You got Adam Driver, Jimmy Carr. Oh, that's a good one. Is that because he's got? Or in his name. Cut. His, his last name. Car. <laughs> yeah. <Vin>. Funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like an A. Oh, so last night in So... Actually, Sparks Brothers or oh, whatever. Sparks I don't know. Brothers. The Sparks Brothers documentary. Um, I've really got nothing to say on this. I'm I not familiar with either. Sparks. I, I've not um, really listened to much of... The, I've heard, like, a few of their songs from Annette. And that's it. Oh, yeah. And Driver know. going down on a woman. <laughs> yep. While, while singing. Oh, yeah. He, he can do anything, that man. He can really do anything. It's unstoppable. I, mean, I, 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 like... I was aware of um, Sparks Brothers, uh, or Sparks, rather. Um, I, I, I've, I've really just changed the subject a bit there, but I thought I'd get back on, back on track. I was aware of them. Um, so I, I think it, this popped up on Amazon Prime at some point, late 2021 or something, um, whenever it came out. Yeah. Um, so I whacked it on. Enjoyed it. I think it's very good. Um, yeah, I, I think I found Probably never watch it again, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'll, never, I'll probably never watch it again. Um, I found, I, yeah, I I found it online. Um, we get Nick Frost and Simon Pegg doing Beatles impressions at one point. <laughs> um, I give the Sparks Brothers a, a, a 7. It's, it's a fairly inoffensive film. But I have no interest in the Sparks Brothers. Yeah. If it was like... A group like Gorillas or Electric Six or I Monster or any of those kind like I'd be Bomb more fresh. interested. Uh, f- f- fuck off! No, I don't give a shit about them. I feel, I feel like they've def. I feel like that they've done concert documentaries. I think for for One Direction. I think. Oh, right, okay. Um. Yeah, I, I give it a seven point five because I think there are some nice little flourishes. Yeah. Direction in there, like the animation. So yeah, I, I give it a yeah. bit more. And, and now we move on to last night in Soho, and I think we are going to have a, such a massive disagreement on this film because Harry was telling me he didn't care for it that much. It's just Ooh. fucking boring. I was watching it and I'm like, <laughs> oh. wow. <laughs> I was watching it, and I'm like, oh, so she can see dead people, oh, so she dreams about the 60s, and the 60s was not the place she wanted it to be. Oh, no. <laughs> like, it, no. The, the, this is purely <laughs> style over substance. It is... Oh, no, no, come on, behave. Oh, I, boy. The, be- the best part Here of the film is that there is a doctor in this film. And I don't even watch <laughs> Doctor Who, but there's a doctor. Oh right, I I forgot you, Matt Smith. I thought it was meant like I was like, is there a doctor? Like a you know a, a GP? <laughs> like a character? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So for, to put it into sort of context, I remember this film came out. I didn't see it in the cinema, so I watched it sort of towards the end of 2021. I missed it in the cinema, 
And prior to seeing it, a lot of people were complaining about it and saying it was terrible, it was shit, it was the worst Edgar Wright film, it was... And I was like, come on, guys. It can't be that bad. I mean, and then I watched it, and I was like... Before you hmm. get on to our thoughts, um, I was kind of in a similar sort of place where I, the trailers and stuff were coming out, and I wasn't sure if I was going to like it. I was worried that Edgar Wright might fumble. Um, I I did I I didn't really I saw like some of the marketing material and I was like okay this is, looks fine I was still excited for it despite myself because it's Edgar Wright you know I can't oh, yeah, no, I, I, I was I was definitely like hey new Edgar Wright film can't complain um, but I was uh, and then uh, yeah I watched it I, and I, I, I was I, just I, sort I of like I did see it in the summer yeah and then I watched it and I was like right so what were the problems people had like it's not it's one of his weaker films. <laughs> But like, it's still. I still was like, this is a good movie. Like, what? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm gonna be. Harry's gonna be very with the movie because I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, if I recall correctly, like, this may have changed. Isn't this your favorite film of the decade so far? Um, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's a good film. It's interesting that. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because <laughs> I don't hate the film. I just don't. There, there is just no film to me. I watch it and I'm like, like it's not a film I'll be be rewatching because I I watch this. To me, this is tenant. I can watch it one time through, and wow. then oh, that's, oh, I, can't, I, can't, I know that, that, that that's come why on. that's why. I, no, this come is, on, this is, this come is, on! Stop taking the piss, mate. This is tenet. be be can, serious for, for can, five minutes. Mate. I can watch it. And then Harry, you're a fucking grown up. Start taking responsibility for yourself. I sorry, <laughs> I don't like watching boring films. Tenant's not oh, boring. Yeah, Tenet, 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 Tenet's whoa, just a whoa, 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 whoa! You just said this film was boring. Oh, you're a. I mean, Harry. Sorry, I, I, Harry, I, I... Harry, Harry, Harry. Can, can, can I can I can I just ask you, Harry? What's been your favorite film of the decade so far? Just 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 for clarification. This decade so far. Yeah, the 2020s. Oh. I haven't really thought about it. Oh, I thought. I thought well, they're the putting you on the spot right now. So, better pick a film. <laughs> I swear, that, I will that's... not move on from this. And okay, okay. Until but... you pick a film. Yeah, you well, pick like a throw film. some films out. If you've got a few films in mind, just like throw them out there, and then I'll explain why you're wrong. Okay. Um. I'm no, but like, what is in contention? I'm thinking some of the the Spider-Man films, but. <laughs> Brother, brother laughed. Um, Forget that you've got a part <laughs> for Spider Man. Fucking bullet trains up there. Um, <laughs> you bullet train. <laughs> to be fair, bullet train is boring. Um, no, but come on. It's not yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. Come on, mate. Be serious. I swear to God, you're 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 gonna say like Top Gun Maverick or something. It's top Gun, like Top that. Gun, Top uh, Gun was good, but it's not of the decade. That's when, when you were saying like, "Oh, what's your favorite film?" I thought you were, he was going to say Dune. Oh, I hate. Oh, I swear to God, if oh fucking, good. I was really worried. Then, but thank God you don't like it. Good. Thank God, thank God, so you reasonable person. Okay, Spider Man No that, Way that, Home that's... was a huge thing for me, by the way. Um, but I don't think it's yeah. that. Tick Tick Boom was great. Oppenheimer, phenomenal. I think Oppenheimer might be it. I. <laughs> Like that's right. Varney doesn't like Oppenheimer as much as. I, I mean, I, I like it, but if you're, you're saying this, you're a Barbie boring, man. Come on, Oppenheimer. That got yeah. dull at points. Mm. 
Um, mm. I'm just going through I don't the know ones about that. that. They did it there. Come on. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Bo- don't the, know. the second Borat film was great. <laughs> oh, come on, Harry. <laughs> you're ri- you're- I'm at my wits end here. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, Marty hates that film. Marty doesn't like Borat. Oh, good. Oh, good. No, it's not. It's not nearly as good I as mean, the first. I like. I like. I, li- I liked it, but it's like it could have been a lot better. I'm trying to think yeah. of like, <laughs> like genuinely. Oh, I don't think. <laughs> I think Oppenheimer is in the lead, but I don't think we've had enough this decade <laughs> to have for me to really. Oh pick God! One. Like I, oh, I, I can tell you my film of last decade. That's not the question. Well, because the there, there isn't a film yet this decade that I really think. Wait, what was your wait? What was your favorite film of the last of the 2010s? Because I'm interested now because you've mentioned it. So I Anchorman to Two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! No, no, God no, damn it! Um, I thought you'd pick like a proper film. No, I love Anchorman, but come on, mate! Um, oh god! I'm just think asking not to be taken seriously. The last you fucking clown. Oh god! That's like hard for me. I, there's not many new films that I really, really do think are phenomenally better than, oh my like, God. realistically though, like, you know, my, my point that to come into this podcast, right. The, the point of view that I arrive with is that of the common consumer and not just the common consumer, but arguably someone who rejects film bro consumerism. I I am not gonna sit here and act like I fucking thought that Godfather was a great masterpiece. Okay, that's not something. No, it insists upon itself. It insists upon that's itself, what's... Lois. It you you take forever getting in, and I I I don't even know how it. I can't even finish the movie. Um, but <laughs> I mean, I have no desire to watch The Godfather again. I'm but, like, unironically, I, I have no desire to watch it ever again. I really it's like terrible. films for what they provide in enjoyability of watching, like just straight up as a consumer, and where they stand um... from a narrative perspective. And I feel as if Last Night in Soho lacks in both the quality of like it it very it has very little depth to me from my mm-hmm. point of view and like other than that like i just you making me you making me a very sad little boy today we, i under, i understand <laughs> i don't hate the film like it's still it was such a trend at the start of this episode what happened cuz i love the style right yeah, you I guys love, were, you guys I were love... giving up on me telling me i was wrong <laughs> i love the style of the film flipped. i just feel as if the the overall the overall like deeper narrative just isn't for me uh, as a consumer. I like if you like it, you like it. I'm not going to shit I mean, on you for liking it. I just think I've, that it's... I've, I've literally gone through the stages of grief while we've been doing this. I've reached acceptance. I just like I the stylization is what brings it up so much for me. It is an Edgar Wright film. The reflections, the lighting, it's beautiful. So, like the the eyes, eyes play such a fucking huge like. It, but I just the the deep story <laughs> I just don't care about, and it it mm. it's not like a care about how I do for 
Shaun of the Dead. That being like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and act like that. This isn't a better film than fucking. <laughs> What's a bad movie? Um, then Ice room. Age Collision Course. Ice Age Collision <laughs> Course. <laughs> right. This is probably a better film. But I mean, if you if you did say that it was better, I'd I'd call you insane and leave. It's not better than the first. Yeah, one, I so think I just I said one I'd, fucking slaps. Oh mate, what are you? What are you? What I I'm 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 gonna get up and leave in a minute, mate. I, you, this do you not like the Ice Age films? No, I'm an I like I, I'm an adult. I like I, the first one. How dare you? How dare I, you say I'm an adult? You when you damn well know that how to. <laughs> Like then, Kung Fu Panda is the greatest like no, animated I like, trilogy. I like good like... animation, dude. My favorite film of the decade is an animated film. I like proper animation. Oh yeah, no, no, I, no. I don't no. like shitty blue sky animation. Like she can. Oh, wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. What, what film was that, William? I don't know why I can't. It's Puss in Boots too, mate. Of course, of course. I've I've honestly said my piece on last night in Soho. It's a seven. Okay. It, it's it's his <laughs> um, worst film, but that doesn't make it a bad film. Ooh. Okay. I thought you were going to give it like a six or a five, and I would have been sad, but okay. Uh, I can live with seven. I don't um, think it's his worst film. I, What's I his think... worst film? Fingers. Fingers. Yeah, I say, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, yeah. Um, I, I just never think of that when you think of Edgar Wright. Like, yeah, same. Well, that is true, yeah. It's his, it's his yeah. Uh, no, I like it. I, I, I thought there was a lot I, of random I mean, stuff. I, let, let's be happy about this film for a bit now. Um, um, I thought Thomas McKenzie actually was very good. Love the cast in this film. Diana Rigg, Thomas McKenzie. I will say, outside of Thomas and McKenzie, I could like do without most of the cast, to be honest. I could like take him or leave him. I really I have no... Alright, I mean, different act, right, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the actors, I don't... They're like they're not bad. I'm just sort of like. Hmm. I love Diana Rigg in this. You know, and you Taylor Joy don't like her. I actually do. Actually, I think I did Taylor Joy is actually pretty good. Great. I I, 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 forgot, I forgot she was in it. Yeah, no. Actually, I I, I really like Anya Taylor Joy. I actually, I think she's a very good. She's a very good. Great. Talent. Um. I'll watch the menu again. Um, I kind of do because I feel like it's a bit harsh in that film. Gave it a seven. And I feel like it's a bit more than that. Yeah, I thought you liked it. Well, I thought you liked it more. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, yeah, I, 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 Matt I, Smith. Oh yeah, Matt Smith. I mean, he's, he's there. He's... Yeah, I don't. I do like the don't... accent he's doing. He's like, I'm like, you know, I'm a slightly untrustworthy fella, isn't it? <laughs> Same um, day. I'm... So I'm just having a look at some uh, some reviews of Last Night in Soho to see what people think because this is a very hmm. controversial film to a lot of people because they, they on it. I feel like is it possible some people were expecting more of a comedy than they I don't were? Know what that would be. I, n- well, no, just I think some people are stupid and they expect <laughs> uh, a filmmaker. They go into a film being like, "This is what this filmmaker's done before," like. And so they just sort of expect them to keep doing the same thing again and again. And I'm just sort of like, well... Like, so I'm looking at Rotten Tomato score. So it's got a 75% from critics and a 90% with audiences. So there's sort of the, the classic Rotten Tomatoes divide, as you find. 
because you just always find that with Rotten Tomatoes. There's always this sort of very weird divide. Well, to be honest, in general, I'd say the critics are usually more... Well, no, I don't think that's true either. I think critics are also stupid. Because a lot of people didn't like Strays. And I thought Strays was yeah, Strays. fucking great. Strays was surprisingly brilliant for what it is. But I feel like, in general... If I have to look at one, I'll probably listen to a critic more than an audience member because I think yeah. most audiences are kind of not that. Then they're not as film literate generally. Yeah, and they've they're very like oh, woman in the lead can't can't have that, guys. That's it's illegal. Should be, you know. I mean, I'll say this: Last Night in Soho was in my top ten of 2021. Um, I also, I do think that does speak to a slightly weak year of film, though. If I'm being completely honest, I don't think 2021 um, was that. Yeah, and on, on the on the whole, it was an okay year. But I think the 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 really good shit was really good because you know I, I fucking love me this film. Um, uh, I want to talk about nostalgia because we're we're bookending this episode with films about nostalgia. Mm. I I really like that as a a narrative theme um, mm-hmm. as quite a nostalgic person myself um, mm-hmm. and I, I just think this film does a really you know good job of you know it, it made me feel nostalgic for a, I, I hate this is something that I hate people saying when they're like oh it really transported me you know this film oh my god I felt like I was there yeah. and you know I didn't quite have that but certainly the film made me be like oh damn the fucking 60s dude um, and, and then you know that was Quickly shattered by all of the the men being predatory. Oh yeah, that really f- wasn't a big fan of that, to be honest. As a narrative like um... element, I get the like, I get what it's doing. It's just that kind of thing just very much rubs me the wrong way. It's, general, it's another thing I that's would... quite uh, difficult. Yes, yeah, and I would argue that it doesn't need to really be portrayed in film. I don't think it, it's not the. It could have been worse. I will say, like, it's not the most like overt. Like, it doesn't really show us anything. It's it's more imp- implied. Yeah. Oh, I I love the bit where um like Matt Smith is like pimping her out. Um, and then like <laughs> Thomas and Mackenzie. Well, he is. Um. <laughs> Like, just so the way you phrase that. Oh, I love that bit. <laughs> I, I love the bit. I, you didn't let me get to the bit where I was talking about. Um, mm. When, like, Thomas and Mackenzie walks into a, a room and she's just lying on the bed and then she, like, the money's on the bedside table or whatever. It's like, oh, shit, she did it. Ooh. I, I, think really, I think that's a really well done implied bit of kind of, oh, oh, no, sort of horror. I think this film is very good at creating an atmosphere. Yes. Yes, it, is. it creates a very unnerving, and I would say this is more that th- this is arguably scarier than Shaun of the Dead, in the sense of like, mm. I think because I don't know some of because some of this feels like this could ha- like the whole stuff where he's pimping her out, like yeah. oh yeah, that's the thing that happens. Whereas zombies, it's kind of like oh well, zombies aren't real, you know. Like yes. I think it and don't you. Don't say that, please. I don't want to deal with King Zombies, alright? I don't want to deal with that. 
Although there are actually parasites that like actually create, like they bring dead animals back to life. So, you know, this world's uh, (laughs) we just shouldn't. We're next. We shouldn't. We shouldn't live here. We should not live on this world because maybe you shouldn't be living here. Yeah, I think this film does a very good job. I think this is also a very well. I do actually probably one of the best bits of the film actually is the when Thomas McKenzie she's in the flashback. And it's alternating mm. between her and Anya Taylor Joy, like dancing. I think it is. Yeah, oh, that's a great. Smith. Have you have you seen the behind like, the scenes stuff on that? I feel like I did at the. I definitely it's, have it's, seen it's it. It's so cool seeing like the, a, a wide shot of how they did all of the ducking in and out and in one take. It was sick. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a. I think again, I think this is a very well made film on a technical level, and uh, like. Costume wise and production wise, I think it's like it's a you know, it's there's a, it's a little Bond tribute, like it's Thunderball, isn't it? That's playing, oh, in, yeah, yeah, like a cinema, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Edgar Wright loves his Bond films, you know, uh, as, as a lot of people do. I, I yeah, I think, yeah, I hmm. there are there were definitely bits where I was like, oh, that's a bit, it's a bit scarier than I expected. Like I'm not saying I find the film scary. I'm just like, oh, it can be a bit unnerving. I think um, there, there's yeah. one particular shot where she's really kind of starting to a bit manic. Um, it's worth mentioning actually that I think her mother was like a schizophrenic and killed herself. Um, yeah, and, her mom's... And, and we just get a shot yeah. once the dreams start getting really fucking intense and she's kind of losing it a bit. And there's just a shot of her sat in the bath with a pair of like fabric scissors. Mm. No, the yeah, dark. I, I think. There. I think Edgar Wright does the, the kind of films he's done that touch on mental illness stuff. I think he, I think he's doing a very good job of that. Yeah, like I think, I think Edgar Wright. I feel like he's maturing more as a filmmaker. I feel like, yeah, and he's sort of becoming, yeah, he's sort of tackling more stuff. Yeah, not making sort of like big comedy. Not like he's not making comedies anymore. He's sort of moving towards more adult orientated stuff and i think baby driver was sort of the beginning of that yeah i'd say i mean i'd say it's sort of the world world then kind of is it's that's kind of 50 50 you know split between old edgar wright and new edgar wright and then baby driver he started doing a you know proper yeah um i mean i do like last night so don't get me wrong i just feel like it doesn't quite do it all for me in a way that, again, as I sort of said before, I feel like post Hot Fuzz, his films have sort of been getting weaker and weaker as time has gone on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I can't, like, I'll still see whatever he makes because he still makes, like, really solid. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm giving this I'm giving this an 8 out of 10, just sort of for... That's respect. I mean, that, but... I, I should maybe rewatch this film because I <laughs> can justify my rating for it. Um, I you know I remember I remember sitting down and watching it, and I just loved it. Um, I had a great time, but um, so you know, nine nine point five maybe should be a nine, but you know, what can I say? I in case um to to the thicker of our listeners uh, who haven't picked up on it, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I thought that, um, that was throwing shade at fat people, and I was like, come on, man. Um, <laughs> I might be the yeah, Nick Frost. To all of Harry's friends listening. Oh, actually, not even fat. Hey, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 the one who knocks. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay. Well, I just checked back into that conversation. Um, <laughs> but great to hear your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we've basically said I, I've given my piece on on Edgar Wright as a. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's only so many times I can say that I love him. Yeah, same. I uh, mean, like, even when we were negative, we were still giving him, like, eights and nines. Yeah. <laughs> the worst of Edgar Wright is still, like, pretty better good. Than a lot of films. The worst of Edgar yeah. Wright is still better than the best of M. Night Shyamalan. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I'd say Unbreakable is... Yeah, come on. I'd say Unbreakable. I'd say The Sixth Sense. Yeah. I'd probably throw Split in there. And, and then after that, yeah. Yeah, Shyamalan's and I and I love Shyamalan. Don't get me wrong. I I do think Shyamalan is a good. I was gonna say great. I don't think he's quite great. He's a good director though. He's a fucking Um, weird director. He's he's definitely a director. Um, He's one of the directors of this century. He's he got an Oscar nomination, and Edgar Wright hasn't. Like Shyamalan is a multi-time Oscar nominated director. Edgar wrong. It's a bad time we Edgar left. I was, oh, I was trying to figure out one for that. <laughs> yeah. So thank you all for joining us um, for this week. Wait, 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 no. Um, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, unfortunately um, if you want to find a, a transcript of this um, episode, unfortunately, we, we don't have enough time to Edgar write it. Yeah, he got there. You definitely yeah. got there. um all right well i don't know about you guys i'm about to go drink 12 pints uh and in between i'll have a cornetto in between each pint so i'm gonna i'm gonna go and drive over a baby no (laughs) (laughs) no actually and and then after i've had my 12 pints and my cornettos i'm gonna fuck off up the model village right so catch you later all right guys Have a good egg night. I'm Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> uh, I'm trying. What, what what other references can I throw in there? Um, I don't uh, know. But I I had a lot more last night in Soho. Tonight I'm um, going to be eating a fish full of a fistful of fish fingers. Fishful. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, guys, I gotta go change my shirt. I got red on it. I got red on me. Um. Okay. It's uh, it's time uh, to uh, leave. Um, it's time. Okay. It's not just the world's <laughs> end; it's the podcast episode's end. Yeah. So, thank you all for listening to this week's episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this two-part retrospective. Harry didn't say a whole lot because he's sick, uh, so he's trying not to. Uh, I try to aim yeah. away from the mic when I cough. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode. Um, We're ending it yeah, now. All right. Uh, okay. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Love, Love you. you. Mwah.